0: All right, hi everyone. This is Anthony Diaz with the Pop Health Show, and dun, 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 dun. this is episode 100 of the Pop Health Show. Uh, we were jamming out at Health Hero to decide uh, what we were going to do for episode 100, and it's like, hey, wow, we we <laughs> we barely even had like I think 20 something episodes, like 60, 70 days ago. These slightly became addicting for myself, uh, but have been extremely rewarding. Thank you so much to our listeners. Thank you so much to all the healthcare executives at providers, payers out there, health tech VCs, uh, health tech founders, right? The gritty founders that are doing the work, doing the stuff, introducing these innovations. And thank you to all the CEOs out there that are buying those products and services and and, and assimilating them into the system. Um, And then we were like, okay, who's gonna be our guest for 100? And it's like, you know what? Let's just record our town hall. And uh, so the Pop Health Show is hosted by Health Hero, Health Hero is a digital health engagement company. Think of us as like social determinants of health as a service. So digital triggers to trigger different events to happen, whether someone's food insecure, doesn't have shelter, needs the right nudge for their medication, whether they have a chronic condition or episodic condition, calls, text messages, and chat at scale with empathy to do the right thing at the right time, get us out of our own way, out of our own humanity. Uh, We're getting a lot into uh, not just you know, food, shelter, and security, kind of like that bow- bottom layer of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, but financial health, right? And so we've got some great, powerful new partners. Uh, we're looking at health insurance. We're not shamed at all to say that. If anything, we're, we're extremely proud. The people on this call that are about to speak, you know, these are the people building it. These are my compadres. These are the people that are making stuff happen. Um, we are not the most gigantic team in the world, but I do pride myself on having a team that is being described as slightly bionic and, but no, really caring, very loving. But anyway, we've got a few of our healthcare core team members. And so what I wanted to do is just simply have a conversation out loud about performance purpose, but most importantly um, purpose. And so I like to go around the room here and just speak openly about team performance and why purpose and the why of what we do is really important. So um, I don't know who wants to take the mic first guys and talk about like what purpose is and why it's important for whether you're building a hospital organization, growing a hospital organization, growing a healthcare company. Who wants to go? Who wants to grab the mic?
1: I'll go ahead. Yeah. So um, I guess that uh, for me, Purpose, right? In in, I mean, it it, it could have multiple definitions, right? Uh, there's there's personal purpose, right? Personal life stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I think everything relates to to work and your social life and any other kinds of life that you might have, right? Um, basically, for me, purpose is it helps you guide your life decisions, right? Uh, influences. Um, your way of, of being, right? Your behavior with yourself, your behavior with others. Um, obviously, it gives you that sense of direction, right? Of course, because you have a goal in mind and you you have that visual in front of you. Uh, so at the same time, of course, help helps you shape your goals, right? And then create that meaning that that only you can give to it, right? Because it's, it's your life, it's your goal, um, it's what you want. Uh, so you you know you're the only Person uh, there that can actually create that meaning, right? And everyone's living different lives at the same time, uh, while everyone is, you know, at the same time living different lives, right? Uh, right which is right. The weird thing about human beings in general, right? we're we're all so an individual, so unique that we're not living the same the same life you know we all have different purposes we all have different goals and i think that's that's the purpose right that's that's what we live for basically um and it could ask uh you know or answer for that matter a of questions for yourself again on the social life personal life or your professional life who are you right who am i you know that's that serves that's that's the first step always right. You you need to define who you are as a person, uh, and that that'll define who you're going to be on your personal life and who you're going to be on your professional life as well. And in your professional life, who you're going to be at some point, right? Uh, the other question that I think answers basically where where do you belong or where where do you come from, mm-hmm. right? That's very important to, you know, as we have on the show, we always ask our guests to tell a little bit of their story uh, because that's critical, right? You know, everyone's uh, story, right? Everyone has a different story and everyone's story is interesting, right? Because it's unique. No one has the same story ever. That's another one. And then the other one is basically how, how or when, right, do you actually feel fulfilled, right? Right. Uh, what really makes you happy, right? That's, that's uh, the last question I get that, that he answers. And I think it's one of the most important as well um, because that's, that's what you need to know, right? To, to have that definition of your purpose, right? Right. Yeah, you
0: know, it's, it's really, it's fascinating, right? You know, so in, in anything you do, whether it's what I find is whether you're, you know, obviously doing what we do, leading a charge here in digital health, whether we're you know, blazing a new trail, doing, doing something new, or solving a problem in a, in a more unique, uh, appropriate way, or whether it's deciding to go for a run or deciding if you're going to eat kale or Oreos, um, the why behind it, down to your core, makes a difference in everything, right? So if you have a strong purpose, a strong why, you're going to choose a kale because it's going to give you energy. If you don't have a strong why, you're going to maybe probably opt in for the Oreos more often or not. Nothing wrong with Oreos every now and then, right? I love Oreos every now and then, um, but you know that's what I find keeps me going and regrounding, recentering on our why. You know, we're we're helping people get healthier. Hospital CEOs, nurses, physicians, the front desk person at a hospital, whether it's from Kaiser to Mount Sinai, is helping people getting healthier, right? And, and they're ushering them to where they need to go. And so if they wake up that morning, right, and they don't have, they're not in the right frame of mind to, you know, I, this is my calling. This is what I'm designed to do. This is what I want to do. Um, it makes a difference. Now, not everyone has set themselves up in a position to, you know, introspectively, like, look at themselves and say, you know what, I am going to take a stand, I'm going to have utter courage and bravery to finally say, you know what, I'm going to do what I love to do and what brings me joy. And, you know, these are the steps I'm going to take to ultimately do that, to give me the best freedom for my spirit, for my health. And so, no, that's awesome to to elaborate on. Does anyone else have anything that they want to elaborate on in terms of purpose? Yeah,
2: no, I can definitely uh, speak to that. John Trudell here, you know, just um, working at health here, it's Every day, it's always a it's always a journey, everything's gonna be different. Um, just the fact that we're obviously not a bionic team, as you said earlier, but just the fact that the core values that are our service and product is actually not making it easier for healthcare professionals to do their job, it's actually helping people. And um, I think when you come to work each day and you think about that, you have this almost n- this higher level of, uh, you know, helping nirvana motivation. So I think that's what's, um, really keeps the team going. And just knowing that the actual product and service is something that we really care about and knowing that it's really going to help people get healthy. It's going to help healthcare professionals. That's definitely something that I, I take to heart each day when I come to work.
0: Amen, brother. Amen.
2: Definitely.
3: Yeah. I can say a few words too. Uh, hi, my name is Monty. I'm an engineer with Health Hero. Um, yeah. So I have a little bit more of a tech side. So for me, it comes down to kind of motivation and focus. If you know the purpose, then you can kind of uh, visualize the end goal, and then you can break that down into smaller complexities and create more obtainable milestones. So that's that's kind of what I think of when I think of uh, purpose.
0: I love it. I love it. No, thanks, Monty. Thanks, John. And uh, thanks, Angel. And yeah, not sure if anyone has anything else to add there, but along those lines of purpose. And so, you know, with this conversation, as you guys know, like with our town halls, we always kind of try and reground, come to center, uh, come back to make sure are we going in the right direction, uh, doing kind of like a little bit audit. You guys know my shenanigans or what I say, you know, any black boxes or bottlenecks, anything thing red, amber, green, um, you know, anything we need to start, anything we need to stop, anything we need to continue. I love those contextual ways of framing it because it really highlights and filters and boils to the top stuff that's important to talk about that sometimes it's hard to transact, you know, you know, even just on a one-on-one, like in person or, uh, or, you know, through Slack or whatnot, um, purpose is the important premise in my mind behind high performance and high performance teams. And so I'd love to spend a few minutes talking about performance. What is high performance in terms of a high performance team? What does that mean in the modern world? Whether you're in sports, whether you're an early stage company, whether you're a high performing you know, new venture group, new um, new hospital system, let's just say. Let's talk a little bit about performance. What's the difference that makes a difference, guys?
2: Yeah, no, I can uh, definitely speak of that, too. Um, obviously, playing on a, a few sports teams in my life, you know, high school, a little bit of college, things like that. I think you have to have different definitions of performance. You actually, in order to achieve performance, you need to establish certain metrics that you want to adhere to you know in sports whether it's whether it's you know we need to be up by 10 by a certain quarter we need to win by this goal that goal i think just having specific you know business metrics that we're adhering to having set goals that we, we kind of go after and just like monty was saying too just even more of a, a tech perspective kind of dialing it down to those certain milestones i think uh, the team does a pretty good job of just setting those little benchmarks that we want to get each week Uh, you know, sometimes you're not always going to hit those every week, but just kind of laying them out. I think that's, uh, that's key to hit our performance goals, at least in my opinion from there.
0: Awesome. Awesome. I'm I'm right through with you. Yeah. I mean, I think like, you know, it's all about the score, right? You know, when you're, when you're talking about performance, um, you guys know, I've been pretty obsessed lately with the Moneyball concept, not necessarily the Brad Pitt movie, but just the concept behind it. Right. And like, All decisions you do, everything you can do, you know, really determine and rank statistically how something should be, what's the true time, what's the true metric, what's the true cost of things that they should be, doing the the research, right, on determining what that number is, and then making that a game. Making that fun. You guys know we have, for business development, we have sports center, right? And we kind of do it like the plays of the day. What's next? What's preventing <laughs> us from moving forward, right? How do we, you know, let's recap yesterday's dunks and great passes and kudos. And, and did we not high-five things that were great? Did we not call out things in a very loving but gentle way? Not in a Bobby Knight kind of way, but in more of a Coach K kind of awareness kind of way. And so um, making it a game, metric are super important um, what else guys what else when it comes to performance do you guys think about a lot that you think is uh a difference that makes a difference
1: yeah angel here again um well I, as you guys know you know i have a military background right so i'm um, um u.s navy better and myself so I'm, i kind of know a little bit about you know what it takes to build a team right and what it takes to be uh, an elite team for that matter right um and in the military always, they told us, there's this four main principles for that. It's selecting the right people for the right job. It's a clear clear, defined objectives, it's critical. Um, going always back to the basics and get the, those basics done well. And then the most important one is the pursuit of excellence. You have those four, you know, those four elements in place. And you just build, you know, an elite team, right? Everyone has to have clear, defined objectives of what they're going to do. Everyone has to have a role. Everyone knows exactly what they're doing, when they're doing it, how they're doing it, and why they're doing it. And those are all, you know, the defined, the clear, defined objectives, right? Um, and then the pursuit of excellence, basically, you know, everyone. Again, I think that um, going back to to the purpose, right? Um, that purpose should be shared, right? When you're building a team, right? And we have an elite team in place uh, because the those objectives, right? Um, everyone has to be on the same line. It's a, it's a team, it's teamwork, right? And the, the work is done in between all of us, right? Um, that's the only way that you can actually move forward as a team um, and have, you know, an elite performance. I love it. I love it.
3: Yeah, and uh, when I think of performance, I think of uh, efficiency comes to mind, um, and that involves continually analyzing the process, mm-hmm. and you know, if, if something's not working, even if we put some time into it, that's okay, we can take it out and uh, kind of regroup and come up with something better.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I think assessment, I think, is really important. I think along those lines, Monty, right, so just to kind of add on to that. Auditing, right? Now, and I think the word, I used to be nervous about the word. i not nervous about the word. I used to find the word like very corporate or kind of like, ugh, one, because in the corporate world, I used to have to lead audits. And then I had was the recipient of audits as well when um, in the corporate world where, you know, whether I was a network administrator for bank or an IT manager uh, leading a Graham-Leach-Bliley or HIPAA compliance uh, audit. But auditing, you know, from a mindfulness perspective, but organizational mindfulness and like looking back and trailing back on efficiency and really determining, you know, uh, what were the goals, right? To John's point, what were the goals? What were those metrics? Did we set out what we were supposed to do? Did we make a plan? Are we hitting those? If we're not, you know, look, don't, don't throw the, the chair across the court, the basketball court, right? But more importantly, you know, really assess and audit, like why were some of those reasons we didn't hit that number or whatnot, you know, a business is made out of numbers, but a business really isn't made out of numbers, made out of people, people with lives, people that have purpose, people have joys, intentions, best intentions, sometimes humanity that gets in the way. And um, anyway, just, just elaborating a little bit more. So no guys, I appreciate that. I think on the, the last point, so, I mean, you guys know we could jam out on this, on these topics, like for a long time, I think the biggest like themes, and I don't know if we, <laughs> we name it the episode, you know, for, you know, purpose, performance and, and passion. Um, I think passion gets used around a lot. You know, I use it a lot. I try and have passion in everything I do. I'll be honest with you guys and just to elaborate, I've been trying to explore a lot more on a super, super mighty level. Uh, the concept of joy and you hear the word joy and you're like, oh my gosh, that sounds like, oh my gosh, Anthony, you're not helping with the current society's, you know, s- the softening of society where people aren't realizing what hard work is anymore or they're, they're getting soft. Right. And so I don't, I, it's not, I don't think society is getting soft. I think just people are lacking purpose and not appreciating the tools this year, technology society wise, I believe it is the best year to be alive ever, right? You know, I, I think it's, uh, I forget who says it, but, you know, our grandparents, when they wanted to hustle at nine o'clock at night or they were inspired and they want to get up at 4.30 in the morning, they had their pen, their paper, and it was dark out. So you couldn't really, like, do a whole lot. Now you can get on your keyboard and you can email anyone in the world a um, hundred times over, right? Or pick up the phone and or create an article or put a blog post or do an Instagram post and do some really great of hashtagging and get, responses. So the amplification of hustle and grit and purpose, I think is super powerful. Anyway, I'll I'll stop elaborating a little bit more, but just to go on the point of joy, and I love your guys' thoughts on it and what you guys are seeing in joy on a micro or macro level. But two examples I wanted to talk about in terms of joy. I think joy is a decision. I think joy is super underrated as a decision for uh, everything that you do. The joy of just you know, jamming out and talking about this, and then potentially someone listening to this, a team that might be struggling, a team that might be hard, uh, having a hard time gelling, and then they hear about this, you know, that that can inspire them. That brings me joy that we're doing something in the next 30, 60 seconds, past five minutes, that is going to inspire someone, right? That brings me joy. We should do that. I'm convicted to do that. We should do that more. We should do that. We should do this every day. Right. And so, um, I got joy. Um, just the yesterday, just like looking at a plant and I'm like, wow, you know, it's a miracle. This plant is growing. This is a living thing. How many plants and trees do we pass by every single day? Animals, people, they all have lives. They all have, you know, and so I'm trying to get into the like super, super micro level of joy and experiencing joy from the fresh air that all of us are breathing. And so if, Anyone, you know, obviously, like, doesn't have fresh air, like, we should strive for fresh air, we should strive for like, good, clean drinking water. It's crazy, like, that's really all you need to express joy, right? A lot of what's there is inside of us, and we just need to bring it out and recognize it, as opposed to, you know, it's, it's, I think it's natural in society now, and kind of like in vogue to be looking at things that are saying things are negative, doing negative comments, like my viewpoint is like let the world do that there's enough of that there's enough clawing back we're we're, we're in a a trouble point of like i think consumerism and people thinking that they have to spend a thousand dollars you know at you know on amazon to you know shop um but they're not willing to take four really good deep breaths and drink three tall glasses of water which would probably make you feel a lot better and it's a lot cheaper, right? But I kid I kid around a little bit about this concept of joy, but I wanted to share the joy of what I've been experiencing looking at joy on a macro level, right? If I, if I can, my thoughts are this, and hopefully this, I, I'm going to date ourselves. So from the point that we record this episode so ideally, you know, episode 150, 200, we'll look back and say, wow, that joy concept is manifesting, you know, with our work at Health Hero at a, at a, higher level than ever before. Uh, For instance, like, hey, look, you can tell that us as a company, the problem that we're solving in this market, reducing readmits, right? Enabling people to get the right care at the right time, nudging them to do the right things, nudging people to get out of their own way, their own humanity, triggering other really great local services to do what's needed, enabling people to pay for their healthcare, and just removing barriers, right, from from people becoming themselves, divesting their health care spent into more well-being. Man, you know, we want to be known as a service that is joyful in doing so. And we want to do so in the, in the, in the most joyful way possible. Anyway, I'll pause there. Um, I'd love to hear what everyone else is experiencing or when you think about joy and joy in your life, what what you're seeing.
1: I guess that for, for me, Angel, here again... Um... You know uh i i see joy as like an analogy of an elevator right it's um the elevator in a building right that just takes you up to like higher levels of happiness right 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 a small amount of time and back versus happiness itself that it's more like a state it's like a it's like a sudden burst of happiness for that matter right and <laughs> that's that's how i see it right um, And to me, and you know, I'm going to be short with this because it's very simple for me. Like for me, joy, like I get joy out of seeing people's smiles, to be honest. Like I joy myself when I see people smiling uh, because I know that, you know, smiles are sense of happiness, right? Um, And I like that, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't have to talk to anyone or that person doesn't have to be telling me anything. Um, a smile, you know, has a lot of words to it and it right. brings me joy specifically.
0: No, this is great, Angel. No, I appreciate it. Yeah. And, and to elaborate a little bit on that, one thing I've been trying to work on a little bit more on smiles is to evoke people's smiles is to smile at them, look them in the eye, whether you're walking by, you're going to, you know, you're in the office, you're going to the bathroom, just even if you don't have time to talk, just a smile in a dignified smile. Um, Full confession, two days ago, downtown San Francisco, I was at a conference and uh, I was on my phone, um, a uh, gentleman that appeared to be homeless uh, and in need of cash, you know, and shamefully, I I need to go to the city and have some cash, even though someone asking for money, you don't want to really give them cash, but you want to ask them what they need, you know, do they need something to eat? Do they need luggage? Those two things were profound to me. And and so it, it gives me at least a framework. Um, but I put down my phone Uh, my tendency was this, and this is 95%. I think of everyone in downtown San Francisco, nothing against everyone. I think everyone's in the same mode. Just don't want to confront it, but along the point of smiling and joy, um, the homeless man looked at me and say, Hey man, Hey brother. Hey, um, dude, can I get some cash, man? Like, do you have anything like 25 cents? I put away my phone and I was like, I smile and say, Oh my gosh. Hey, how are you doing? Hey, look, man, I am so sorry. I have no cash on me. Are you hungry? Do you want some food? And I, and I was like, I don't have time. Like I'm, I need to meet someone in like two minutes, but you know what? This is, this is a guy asking for money. Right. And he's like, honestly, I'm not hungry. Uh, you're standing in front of a bar right now. Like you I know you're about to meet someone at this, you know, um, I need, I need alcohol or I'm going to start shaking like in 10 minutes. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, I just don't have any cash. You know, if I, you know, I could go to ATM, I can get um, some cash, something if you're angry. I'm I'm open to do that. And he's like, no, brother. He's like, don't worry about it, man. He's like, you know, I I, I don't think I'm going to be shaking today. And I, I don't know what that meant. I don't know what that meant. But obviously, like, he was going through withdrawals. He really needed, I guess, a beer or alcohol. But you know what I, I, I didn't regret. I didn't regret putting away my phone and just in, with dignity, looking him in the eyes and expressing um, you know, that joy and that connection. You know, I think he felt a little dignified. like I didn't give him a dollar, but you know that's a person, that's someone's son, that's someone's you know um, brother. They may not even know he's on the street and having that struggle, but at least hopefully, you know, if we all can just do things with a little bit more dignity, Again, that's something I struggled with in the past. You know, it's like, I'm go, 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 you know, got to go to my next meeting. And, you know, obviously homelessness, you know, it really, really bad in San Francisco. And we need to solve it in different dynamic ways. Anyway, I know we're talking more about joy I and mean, it's bled into kind of like smiles and dignity, but I don't know. I don't know if anyone else has anything to add or seeing any examples of joy in action.
3: Uh, Yeah, I can mention something about that. So for me, it's taken me some time to learn that joy actually comes through uh, building and working on your values and foundations. Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. And that
3: through that, um, you can experience more joy rather than kind of just seeking, you know, immediate joy in itself. Right, Um, right. Yes.
0: How does... So Monty, how does someone... If someone's never defined their values, do you think it's important to define your values or you know them and you kind of just know and assess? Or what's the framework for someone listening that, you know, whether it's a team and they haven't defined their values as a team, but definitely haven't defined their values as a person? What's like the the Monty 101 uh, for values?
3: Right. Um, Yeah, I've been reading about this lately. Um, I guess the first step is to kind of just... uh, Acknowledge how you feel about certain things, which a lot of people uh, don't do. And then after you just acknowledge, okay, like that kind of upsets me. Yeah. And you think, why does that upset me? And then once you kind of analyze that, you can pull out your values. Right. What kind of makes you uh, feel good, feel bad. And a lot of things that kind of annoys you or makes you feel a certain way usually can pull, be pulled to just one or two basic values right so I actually did like an exercise a while ago where I just like wrote out everything that like annoyed me or made me happy and then kind of that I went to another sheet of paper and I was like okay why does this make me uh happier why does this annoy me and then from that I kind of just went to another piece of paper and wrote out just like a related value um from like the previous uh writings and then I kind of just have like six or seven just like basic values that if i kind of just like stick to will just like it's just seems to be making my life better so right that's kind of an exercise that you can someone could actually do yeah
0: no it's good i i gotta it's been a while since i've done that i like to think i've got them unlocked but i like to have a day one mental on, on stuff so you know i try and be curious a lot more these days to try and determine if what I'm doing is right. So I'm going to try that and you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, um, you gotta follow it with me. And make sure I do that. Definitely we um, will do. I
2: love
3: yeah. it. I actually just read it from the, uh, the art of not giving an F. Huh? Uh, yeah, that was, uh, yeah, I, enjoyed I love that. it.
0: Yeah. I love it. I love it. People take themselves too serious these days, right? I think I, I, that's what I'm finding a lot more. Now, I'm not promoting super casualness in business. I am definitely, though, in a personal assessment mode right now where um, try and free yourself from concern and others from concern as often as possible. As long as you're living your values, you're focusing on your service and focusing on our customers, um, it, one, I think it stands out in business. But two, it's just the pure, authentic way of doing it, right? If you can, if you could... You know, get out of your own way and be a little bit more um, caring about what matters and not caring about things that really, really don't matter. Um, And then but divesting that energy that you've been using. Right. You know, there's so much more, I think, pent up energy on people that have been caring about things that really don't make a big difference, like spending the extra 15 minutes to maybe pick out an outfit where you know might be better just to use those 15 minutes to just go work out and you know you can make your walmart clothes look good you know and nothing against walmart but it's just you know this is interesting concept of like you know i've been focused on lately of like focusing on what matters um a lot but anyway guys this is awesome we can keep going like this forever maybe we do this every single day and then maybe next time we do this on video I, i i mean i'm joking around a little bit but three things. We talked about purpose. We talked about, uh, performance, um, performance with high teams, right. Um, performance or purpose as a, as an overall organization, uh, purpose from an individual standpoint. And we talked about passion, but it sounds like we, you know, obviously we, we, we broke it down in terms of like a good subcomponent, which is joy, which, um, you know, it sounds like you know, joy as a decision, joy as like gasoline and fuel, you know, really helps out a lot. We didn't talk about health, but maybe that's our next topic is that we go a little bit deeper on health, which I feel is like the how, like well-being is like how you're doing something, you know, how you're doing in your life. How are you living your life? How are you with your own personal health, mental, physical, mind, body, spirit? And uh, I, I honestly think the latter, it become so much more easier if you focus on what we've been talking about here first. And I think that's what a lot of people, I think a lot of people in society miss. And I I, I think culture and media, if you're not looking at the right things, uh, can sway you off the path. And uh, you don't wanna go with the herd definitely for the path that is um, just, you know, scrolling through Instagram infinitely um, off topic or not going specifically on something that's positive aligned to those three. But, uh, guys, this was awesome. Um, anyway, to our listeners out there, this was the Pop Health show 100. If you made it this far, um, you should reach out to us for a job. Um, actually, if you want a job, don't reach out to us. If you want a career and you have a calling in healthcare, and if you have a strong passion for making other people healthier, um, this may be an interesting place for you. You should have a conversation with us. You should jam out with us. Um, if you made it this far in the episode and you're a provider or payer and you're looking to provide these elements, uh, address social determinants of health for your population, nudge them, calls, text messages, chat, you should give us a call. And obviously if you're an investor um, and you personally as an investor at a BC firm have a passion for health and are willing to take a bet um, the worst thing going to happen by investing in our company is, uh, a lot of people are going to get healthy. Well, I, I guess a lot of people are going to get healthy and the worst thing that happen you lose your money, but the, <laughs> the, the, the best thing that could happen is a lot, a lot of people you're helping us to reach our mission of 1 billion, happy, healthy people. And our values at health hero are love, greatness, and unity. Anyway, this is awesome guys. Thanks so much to our listeners out there. Pop Health Show, the this this show is for people that are passionate about health. Thanks so much.